We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye. With me as always, Jack Manuel. Jack, how are we doing? T-R-A-D-S. Trades, trades, trades. We're talking some more Nets trades. Obviously, you can check us out on all streaming platforms, including OTG Basketball and Blue Wire Pods, where you'll find some superstar trades, some other role player trades. We're going to kind of continue that series today. Jack, who are we starting off with? Uh, there's a three-way Clippers and Pistons trade, Nick, that I sourced off Twitter. And again, Twitter, wonderful place. Google, wonderful place. Just to find all these different things and these different proposals. So this proposal has the Brooklyn Nets receiving Derek Rose and Paul George. The Pistons receive Jean Musa, Rodion Kourouz, and a 2021st from the Nets. The Clippers get Spencer, Karras, and Jared Allen. A 2023 first, top three protected. And a 2021 first, uh, I'm assuming there's probably some or none, no protections towards that. Paul George and Derek Rose as Brooklyn Nets, Nick. Obviously, Rose uh, replacing Spencer and Karras, losing Jared Allen as well in the acquisition of Paul George. We've spoken about Paul George a little bit in the Superstar Trades pod. But how does this package make you feel as a Nets fan, the Nets side of things? I'm not a, a giant Derrick Rose fan, as you know from podcasting me in the past. Um, so I don't necessarily love that right off the bat. But I think getting Paul George is that you know third star that we've kind of referenced before of being that top 15, top 20 guy that kind of pushes you over the top. 
And Derrick Rose is still good enough to be, you know, your backup point guard, giving that scoring punch. I probably wouldn't look for him to be in closing lineups, and I wouldn't really want to play a ton of minutes with him and Kyrie Irving on the floor together, especially defensively. So not necessarily big on the Derrick Rose aspect, but the Paul George aspect is huge. And another underlying factor here is the Nets are giving up five players, which would open up three roster spots giving them opportunities to sign other ring-chasing veteran minimum type guys. So there's a couple positives to this. Just not huge on the Derrick Rose part, but I don't think it would turn me off completely from the trade. But still, I feel like I would hold on to that 2020 first-round pick and Moose on Rodeons and try to move that in another deal to maybe get a point guard that fits a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Derrick Rose at this stage of his career is a six-man of the year. He is yeah, a... Yeah. A gunner off the bench, a Lou Williams, a Jamal Crawford, those sort of types. Whereas, you know, Spencer and Karras are more complete players in that respect. Whether it's defensively, whether it's offensively as well, they can do more as ball handlers, as lead playmakers. Uh, but Paul George, like you with alluded to, Nick, I'm a, I'm a believer that I think he's going to bounce back in a big way next season. Yeah. I, 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 and I'll, I might talk about that on JBT this week as well. But I, I think that he's going to have a massive season next year. You know, the, all of the, the negativity that he's got um, from the bubble and beyond, I think it's going to fuel him to go forward. And it's not like he's lost a step. It just seems to me that he just wasn't executing. And I think that, that the bubble situation was affecting him overall. Back to LA, back at Staples or wherever else they might be. A point to prove. You know, we've seen him be an MVP caliber player, and if you get an MVP caliber player to pair alongside a guy who's won two Finals MVPs and a guy who has hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history, that's the best big three since Golden State, and maybe ever. Obvious, no, okay, not ever because Clay, Steph, and, and KD is the best one ever. Yeah, but man, it's pretty damn good. It is. I mean, it also would depend on the level in which you got Paul George. Are we talking MVP level that we saw in OKC? Or are we talking about the guy who looked terrible in Game 7 against the Denver Nuggets? You know what I mean? Like, there's a – it's uh, Paul George is an interesting character, but I agree. I feel like there has to be some bounce back in his game, just considering all the criticism he faced and just the ability that we know he has in his game and where the peaks that he's been at. And it's not like he's a guy that's 35 years old and he's washed. Oh, yeah, no doubt. He's still got plenty of years left in him, and I think he is in the prime of his career right now. I think that, yeah, the, I, I look to the bubble as being a, a bit of a blemish on a on, on a record that isn't necessarily great because he hasn't produced in, in the big moments. But if you're putting him as a third guy, you know, or, or a two B guy, you know, take the uh, take the responsibility off him even more. So I think he would uh, produce even greater things. But Nick. Aaron Gordon, Buddy Heald. Two names that have been brought up quite a bit on Nets Twitter. Aaron Gordon, you were probably, the, the package that has been rumored quite a bit is, you know, Spencer Dimwitty, Toyin Prince, you know, parts, first rounders one way or the other, swapping of picks. And Buddy Heald, something along the similar lines. He's on a bit more of an extended deal. And uh, obviously both of those guys provide different benefits. Firstly, Aaron Gordon, let's touch on that one. The guy we've probably spoken about on for the past year, year and a half or whatever when it comes to Nets Twitter. A long, we talked it, about him when he was a free agent. <laughs> uh, yep, it's been a long time that Aaron Gordon has been linked to this Brooklyn Nets team. But now heading into the offseason, obviously plenty has changed in Orlando. Plenty has changed in Brooklyn as well, mind you. What are your thoughts on terms of, is Aaron Gordon the most realistic trade target for the Brooklyn Nets? He's one of the most attainable ones. 
because I yeah. think it's almost a known fact that Orlando wants to move him. You know, he was, you know, talks about getting moved at the deadline, talks about moving in the past offseason. There are even uh, rumors that, you know, they're almost not giving him away, but definitely taking it at like maybe 50 cents to the dollar in terms of his value. And I think you probably haven't seen the best of him in Orlando given the situation there. So, I mean, you know, I've been a pretty big fan. I don't want to say I'm a big fan of Aaron Gordon, but I'm a big fan of his fit with the Brooklyn Nets and what he could provide in that role and maybe trying to be similar to Draymond Green. You know, Zach hey, that's Lowe's... That's Spencer Dinwiddie, isn't it? I thought Spencer Dinwiddie oh, yeah. Draymond <laughs> Well, Zach Lowe brought it up, and he said, you know, if Aaron Gordon could just kind of understand yeah. what Draymond does, obviously he's not that level of defender or anything, but athletically, he's a lot better. And offensively, you could probably make an argument that he's better in terms of what he can do in terms of, like, finishing. Shooting's probably around the same. Gordon, I definitely would give the nod to. So... I think Gordon's a guy I would definitely look at. And I'm not even 100% sure you have to give up Spencer Dewey to get Aaron Gordon. That's why I think intrigues me the most about Aaron Gordon is that you might be able to convince Orlando to take him for Torian Prince and a couple, for, like maybe two first round picks or something. It would have to be at least two because to me, I mean, yeah. Torian Prince's deal isn't uh, abhorrent it's because because it's two years. And it's not, if, this, if it was three years 42 rather than two years 29 then I'd be like, oh, you're probably going to put like a first and a second involved. But you would have to attach something for the, the Toyan Prince uh, contract alone. And then you would give an extra one on top of that and some filler pieces, whether it's Rodeons or TLC or Temple or, 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 or whoever else it is. I, I agree. If the Nets could somehow keep Spencer and Karras, their third and fourth best players, or third, fourth, and, you know, Joe Harris is their best player. So, you know, <laughs> maybe. Um, but... If they could keep that, then that's almost the ideal scenario for everyone because the Nets get to keep our guys. The chemistry continues to remain. And who knows? You still have your star package there if you want to make the trade for Beal. One, and exactly. You still do have that. You can still make trades going forward. You still have enough assets going forward. One thing I will say is, and I'm not saying it's it's discounted because of this fact, but interconference trades... Mm. trading to within a to a competitor the nets last this season last season whatever we want to call it finished seventh the orlando magic finished eighth if their goal is going forward to blow it up then yeah but if they still want to maintain that competitiveness still get the that playoff money then i don't see them wanting to make a trade with to to make a competitor better you know i, I think we, we hear that a lot with other teams and stuff so like you know would it be you would you see a, a deal with the the nets and the sixes would you see a deal with the nets and the knicks or the Those clippers and the lakers you know that clippers and the lakers exactly um even though the clippers did land a bigger zupach for mike muscala <laughs> what a funny one that is but that's one thing that would be like okay that's why spencer Doty might have to be involved to make the trade more balanced in terms of good players yeah, but, you know, I, I think Aaron Gordon is very high and very realistic target on, on many a Nets fan's uh, radar. Buddy Heald, though, Nick, there are clear there is clear discontent with him in, in Sacramento. You know, he, uh, I can't remember the last time he sent a text to Luke Walton. He slotted in my DMs before he, he was like, man, get me out of here. I want to go to Brooklyn. You got the number of Sean Marks. I think like, you're a Aussie guy. Is he from there? I'm like, no. All right, buddy. He's from New Zealand, mate. It's, it's across the pond, all right? Let's chill out a little bit. But in saying that, Buddy Heald as a Brooklyn Net Nick, obviously his contract is a little, like I said, I think it's four years, $90 million. So oh, wow. 
It's a lot of money, but I also think that this season was a little bit of a blip on the radar. He is one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Like, yeah. he is highest level, and he can create, he can do it in ways that few other players can. And he can do a little bit of other stuff as well. If you have Joe Harris and Buddy Heald in a, at the, out there at the same time, if you're not the number one offense in the league, I'd be very, very surprised alongside KD and Kyrie and whoever, whether it's Spencer or Karras or one or two of those guys going forward. But I guess the package to me is something that I don't know what would go back. Torian and Spencer, one of those two. Um, you know, Torian and Filler. Um, what is Sacramento wanting out of it? Again, it's a Western Conference team, so maybe it is a more likely possibility. Yeah, I think just the contract is what kind of scares you with him. And then also, like, if you make a trade, I think you want it to be for somebody who's a plus defender or at least, like, above average. And I don't think Buddy Heald has proven that. I think, like, his shooting, like you said, Jack, it would be, you know, out of this world. And maybe if they were to lose Joe Harris, that would be maybe somebody they target a little bit more, which we don't think is going to be the case. I don't want to say it's it doesn't make sense to have Joe Harris and Buddy Hill in the same roster because you can never have enough shooting. But I think in terms of the Nets' needs, it'd be kind of adding to something that they already have really good players at. Because it's also easy to forget that Kyrie Irving's one of the best three-point shooting point guards and Kevin Durant is one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. So if you have Kyrie, KD, and Joe Harris right off the bat, and then you have two average three-point shooters, you're feeling really good about your spacing or obviously one of them being a center that doesn't shoot threes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think obviously Buddy is an immense three-point shooter, but is there too much of a good thing? You know, when you have, yeah. you know, too much Chipotle, too much Five Guys. I mean, the obvious uh, down uh, down thing about too much Five Guys is he's spending probably like $400 on two meals. But, you know, I'm a and big fan of the calories of are ridiculous. Never look oh, up the calories after you eat Five Guys. <laughs> five Guys mates love that Cajun seasoning on the fries. Absolutely. Yeah, they God taste really... <laughs> I don't know why they're so amazing, but they really are. And they give you the oh. big-ass bag of them, too. They give you, like, oh, the stuff. They're hanging out everywhere. Man, I haven't even had breakfast yet. And we don't have Five Guys in Australia. So I am incredibly disappointed about that. Neither <laughs> just moved to America or back to London purely for Five Guys. Ooh, but I didn't know they had uh, Five Guys in London. They do. So if you ever decide to make a trip across there, my friend, uh, I can tell you where every Five Guys is in central London because I've been to pretty much all of them. Um, but... Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility of your hiring. You only pay for what you need and can pause your account at any time. And there's no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you with the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on every possible chance to win the season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. 
Head to BetOnline today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Moving on to some tasty trade deals. How's that for a segue? Um, <laughs> Danny Green and Avery Bradley. I don't wrote, know how tasty this is. I wouldn't compare um, it to five guys. <laughs> maybe it's like a burnt, those fries are all burnt and they forgot the Cajun seasoning on top of it. But Danny Green and Avery Bradley to Brooklyn, Garrett Temple and Spencer Dinwiddie to Los Angeles, Nick. Let's get better defensively. Yeah, but did anyone really watch Danny Green? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> like i get it and i like understand uh and avery bradley has a player option for five million i believe so like there's a chance he could opt out not a guarantee the nets are getting another first round pick in this deal i can't say i love it obviously it helps in terms of needs and adding two guards but danny green or avery bradley does not solve dealing with Giannis antetokounmpo or jason tatum or even jalen brown honestly Joel Embiid, you know what I mean? Or LeBron in the finals or Anthony Davis in the finals. Yeah, it weakens the Lakers a little bit, but Spencer Dinwiddie give I think Spencer Dinwiddie is easily the best player in this trade. It's probably not even, you know, some people say Danny Green, but I'm not super high on him going to next season just given he's not the same defender he once was. Like, you saw that in the postseason. Like, he got cooked plenty. He's just not that athletic anymore, and his three-point shot is just inconsistent as ever. It's always been that way, but it just feels like, I don't know if he's going to miss five threes tonight or he's going to make three threes. So I'd probably say no to this one. Yeah, I think it's a it's a clear no as well. You know, I don't necessarily see... I only see defensive value for the Nets. And like you said, Danny Green has taken a step back there. Avery Bradley's great. He could guard, you know, if the Nets were to come up against Portland in the finals or the Denver Nuggets in the finals against Jamal Murray. Golden you know, State. Uh, that's a, this State. is like the Golden State stopper trade. You're not stopper, but like this is okay. This gives us two guys to deal with Steph and Clay. But yeah, Danny Green. Yeah, Danny Green stepped up against um the, for Toronto, but yeah, I think Danny Green's best days are behind him. Even if he can show a modicum of three point shooting and def- defense, I don't think it happens. I'd rather trade, trade for Aaron Gordon with this package and trade for these two. Uh, absolutely, I uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. But a guy who I would be more warm to, and this one is a little bit tastier for you, Nick. A guy who uh, I got a lot of hate for when I put out the poll on Twitter as well. Uh, I wasn't trying to be just like, let's do the trade straight away. But okay, trade is this. Spencer Dinwiddie for Josh Richardson and Matisse Thibel. Now, this is by our guy Will Jackson uh, from a couple of weeks ago or something like that. Now, this deal is incredibly juicy. I put out just a poll of Josh Richardson or Patrick Beverly for Spencer Dinwiddie. And again, I wasn't saying that either of those guys would be better on the team. I got a lot of hate for it. Probably, you need to provide context when you tweet out things and put things out into the ether. I'll be better at that going forward. Sometimes you don't have to, and it's a little bit more exciting. (laughs) It is. um, You know, you get the interactions, you get the cloud a little bit more. But this package, Nick, Richardson and Dybul... It's um, it, I, I'm intrigued. I almost feel like the Sixers might say no. <laughs> right. Like, they really, they just, didn't they trade a, like, a first, didn't they trade two first-round picks to move up? Or was it just, like, one in a second? I can't recall, but they definitely traded up to get Matisse Thibel. And, like, his rookie season was amazing. He's a guy that, at the wing position, could maybe win Defensive Player of the Year, you know, five years from now. Like, he's that, I think he's that good of a player. Josh Richardson, obviously very serviceable in terms of, like, being a role player, I think Philly wanted him to do way too much in terms of his skill set. Doesn't necessarily fill, hey, these guys can de- defend LeBron or 
or Anthony Davis, but it definitely helps, and they can just give you a better overall defense. Thibault might be a guy you can throw on LeBron or one of the better players just because he's so crazy and with his length, and it just kind of helps the overall defense because I think his off-ball defense is really good too with the length, and it's only going to get better. So I'd accept this trade. Yeah, I mean, the one thing— gives you a trade asset with Matisse Thibault. Yeah, and I mean, Josh Richardson is on a good contract as well. Um, you know, I think that it solves a lot of needs for Philadelphia in terms of just having a, a ball handler who can shoot a little bit and create their own shot. But he could be an all-star in Philly. Yeah, it, I mean, they could have three all-stars in Philly. Um, and in saying that as well, you know, Doc Rivers isn't necessarily a guy who loves to play the rookies, loves to play the young guys. He's been known to sort of stick to his, the old heads and the guys who have sort of stuck around. So is Matisse Thibault going to be relegated in the rotation um, when Doc Rivers, you know, we start up in the, the 2021 season? It, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I'm a fan of this deal. I am a fan of this deal and I think it adds a lot. But it's almost in ways win-win. There are a lot of win-win yeah. uh, elements of it for sure. Maybe the Nets are on a second round pick. To balance yeah. it out. Or, yeah. you know, just because, and I also would say this too, I think it'd be a lot easier for the Nets to retain Josh Richardson than it would be to retain Spencer Dinwiddie because Richardson's not going to demand the same level of contract Dinwiddie will. Oh, well, what's the conversion like for crypto and Bitcoin? Like, <laughs> get Spencer Dinwiddie for $4 million and it turns into $25 million on the Bitcoin market. Who knows? Or drastically uh, drops to zero. <laughs> it's the volatile nature of any sort of... Uh, currency market be it virtual or non-virtual i'm um, slowly getting to the stock market so i can <laughs> definitely understand that spence jump on mate at Sp- uh, you know what i'm gonna add him uh, during the week uh, you know it's the off season spencer said um if we got some tequila that uh, he'd have a chat with us you know uh, we won't talk about any trade packages spence you know i'll take back everything i said if you jump on the next pod again i'll at you during the week my guy um and open those dms because you know we we're, were having a back and forth and then it just sort of petered out a little bit my guy let's get buzz let's talk some crypto let's talk some dbz let's talk some nets 2021 but let's talk some more trades nick lamarcus aldridge slash demar Derozan, one of those two for torian prince and spencer dimwitty i literally just said i wouldn't talk about spencer dimwitty trades and i just bring up another package what are your no, thoughts on this no thank you <laughs> Just not a big fan of either of these guys in terms of what they can bring to the Nets. I think Aldridge, you know, given that DeAndre's already going to be a player that they play and Aldridge not being great defensively, obviously adds more to the offense. But I don't think he's really, like, filling a need. And DeMar DeRozan, same thing. Like, he's just another guy that needs a ball in his hand that can't shoot threes. Like, he shoots threes worse than at the same level of Rondé Hollis-Jefferson probably. So, like... There's really no point in this trade, and you're just like keeping Spencer Dinwiddie would make. I'd rather have Spencer Dinwiddie on the Nets next year than Demar Derozan, and that's not to say Demar Derozan's a worse player. Dinwiddie's just a better fit. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I think Demar Derozan's fit long term. You know, he can be like a sort of six man, sort of like Derek Rose sort of yep. style guy. You know, he's just a, an incredible offensive player. He, he often gets underrated in in a lot of respects. And Lamarcus Aldridge, yeah, he's shooting threes now. Maybe he's a small ball sort of five. You know, he's. That could be of value, but uh, I just don't necessarily believe in his defense. He's in the twilight years exactly. of his career. Um, whereas Spencer Dinwiddie is in his prime and has a lot left in his prime. Sp- DeMar DeRozan as well, maybe only has a couple of years left in his prime too. So it doesn't make a lot of sense for the Nets. But it was out there. I found it in the ether. I am going to always bring all the weird and wonderful packages towards this. Nick, do we want to end it there? Because we've got a couple more for maybe the next episode. Or do you want to touch on one more? Let's touch on one more. I see we have uh, two Chicago Bulls on the list. Let's touch on those, and then we'll call it a day. 
Cool. We got Zach Levine and Lowry Markinen. Now, I hope my brother isn't listening because he is a Chicago Bulls fan. He is a decent fan of Larry Markinen. Zach Levine was a real hot topic for a point uh, on Nets Twitter. We spoke about, you know, how Kyrie and KD have ties to a young superstar, blah, blah, blah. And we tried to construe, is Zach Levine that superstar? And Larry Markinen obviously had a, a poor season under Jim Boylan. Now new coach, Billy Donovan. Let's see what happens there. Out of these two, and I think we've spoken about these guys on, on pods as well, but now we have them. The package for Zach Levine would probably see Karras go in return. You would you would think that's what's yeah. been rumored. Larry yeah, I think that's Mark, a terrible deal. <laughs> it is not a good one. But, you know, Zach Levine is a goddamn efficient scorer. And to be honest, I think he's a bit of a better scorer than Karras Levert, at least right now. Karras Levert's a better player, I think, but Zach Levine's a better scorer. Yeah, and I also think that might be part of the problem with Zach Levine is like he's really good at scoring, but I'm not sure he's really good at anything else. Not to say that Karras isn't amazing in any other aspects of his game, but I think he has the potential to be better defensively and playmaking we saw take a major stride this year. Obviously, there's there's some hype with Zach Levine because he's probably a little bit better off ball and the athletic pop gives you something to your offense, but I just don't. I, it's almost like a lateral move trading for Zach Levine. It doesn't necessarily make the Nets much better. It doesn't make them any worse. It just kind of maintains something and adds some more dunks to a regular Nets game where I think Laurie marketing would be an ad in terms of a different skill set, which is more intriguing. Yeah. You know, small ball five. I, I think his defense has a ways to go. He's kind of weak. Like he just doesn't have the strength that we saw Jared Allen poster him in his rookie year. Obviously that was a few years ago, but that was one of the most disgusting posters. And I feel like marketing just doesn't have that like badass toughness to like block somebody at the rim. Yeah. And I think that, you know, he is more comfortable as a four right now, whereas yeah. his future should be as a five. And we don't know what's happening in the off season. You know, we don't necessarily pay attention to, to a heap of Chicago Bulls news, but you know, offensively, we've seen glimpses of him being a, a tremendous, you know, three-point shooting force and one of the the great stretch bigs, uh, great young stretch bigs in the league. And you know, it gives you insurance going forward if Katie and Kyrie were to leave at some certain point. You know, Zach Levine's still pretty young as well, um, so you know, you're essentially getting a, a new sort of nucleus uh, and insurance for if those superstars were to leave. And I, uh, I'm not high on either of them, Nick, because I, to me, the guys that make a lot of sense and the ones that I'm uh, a bit higher on is you got to play a little bit of defense because the yeah. Nets, I, I think that some people are, are higher on the Nets defense than myself right now in its current iteration. I'm not. I think the Nets need defensive talent, even if it's guys who are just good, like like we mentioned in Josh Richardson. You know, we need some good defenders. I don't care what position they play, to be honest. I just want some good defensive players. I agree, Jack. I think if you're making a move... Like, there's plenty of offense on the Nets. Like, there's going to be no issue for them scoring. It's really with the defense. And I think it's adding that specific skill set of that wing defender. You know, being somebody who can defend the guys that we talked about, those top five players. Like, if you get to the finals, there's a good chance you're going to have to deal with Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James. Or if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, there's a good chance you're going to have to deal with Giannis or Jason Tatum. And right now, the Nets don't necessarily have a good answer for those guys. And, you know, Kevin Durant in his prime, sure. But you don't want to put that pressure on him coming off a torn Achilles. Not at all. We've got a couple more for you guys in a new episode going forward. Uh, and then obviously with free agency and draft content coming up, 
We somehow did an hour episode the other day about freaking Nets news. Surely there'll be more news that comes up. If we get at least two topics, we'll probably get 45 minutes out of it somehow. Yeah, so definitely make sure you subscribe. Obviously, rate and review. We appreciate everything. Every listen you guys give us, it helps us. And like we've always said, you know, hit us up if you want us to catch on any topics. But Jack, always a pleasure. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.